Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. <laughs> Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the health begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. <clears throat> Excuse me. Today, though, we're going one step further than financial freedom. We're going to be talking with an individual that is a super achiever. He's someone who is motivated to go way, way beyond what the average Lifestyles member is really even thinking about. Most of us at Lifestyles, all we wanted to do was make enough money passively that we could retire and spend our time doing what we want to do. But this gentleman wanted to take it one step further. <clears throat> he wanted to have the best company. He strives in every category to try to be the best at everything he does. And uh, it's one of those things that when you're out there and you do as many things as he's done, accomplish as much as he's accomplished, uh, you're going to be looked at from two different sides, which is one side is, wow, what an incredible set of results. And second, why? Why are you so driven? Hopefully today we can get to the man, get to the inside, and find out what this is about. But before I introduce him, let me just give you an insight to some of the things he's accomplished, which we can go into detail over the rest of the show. Uh, he told me the other day, he said he's distributing now a million dollars a quarter to his partners. A million dollars a quarter to his partners. He's done 10 100% refis. That means his partners got 100% of their money back tax-free and still own their property. He is the second-ranked community in Texas out of, you know, the top. He's the top 30 in the country. He has four properties that are in the top 1% of 93,000 properties. Uh, he's won 14 Apartment Association Awards, city, state, and national awards. Uh, his portfolio is worth $235 million. He's got 16 properties with 2,762 properties. What more could you ask of a super achiever than Robert Martinez? Welcome to the show, Robert. Hi, Dale. How are you? Very good, sir. I know you've just accomplished a few more uh, of your goals this year. You just closed on two properties, one you bought and one you sold. Um, Robert, there's no question you're a super achiever. You're just blowing it away. Try to give us some insight as to what is the motivation to a man like yourself to work that hard, where everybody else is just trying to get out of stuff, you're striving to be the best at stuff. Please share with our listeners that motivation, because it's different than the normal Lifestyles member. I think, I think Dale, uh, for me, it's a few things. Uh, number one, like, I'm, I'm just a kid from McAllen, Texas. You know, my daddy worked at Waterburger for 45 years. You know, I've, I've hit beyond expectation of what I probably would have achieved. Um, that, that expectation, that Ooh, family tree changed the day I met you and I found you on the radio, just like we're listening to right now, uh, and doing lifestyles. And I discovered that I had a pretty good talent at, at, at um, operating apartment complexes, developing a team. And um, with that, we started to win a lot of these awards, started, started to expand our portfolio. Um, you know, uh, but I, I, think, I think there's a couple of things. Number one, I don't like losing. That's, just, that's point, point blank and 
period of that. Man, I don't like to lose. So, I, you know, if you're not trying to win, then why play? That That's the number one thing with me. And the number two, you know, I'm trying to leave a legacy behind, right? Because at the end of the day, you know, we're, this is all for our ego. This is all for, you know, just, just to get by. But what what's left behind is the impact that, that you had while you were on this earth, you know. Um, you know, along with our management company, as long with, along with the investors I've been able to help and the, and the team members, of, you know, that work with, with, with our company, you know, I've been able to, to create a charitable, charity, um, a charitable arm of our company called Rockstar Cares. And it, that's all we do with that. It's just leaving a mark, having a legacy that we can look back on and um, re- and be remembered for. So, you know, I think our highlight is that we sponsor a breast cancer walk in the city of Humble, um, the first walk of that kind for the city. And we've done it back-to-back years, raising $20,000 for, for the Susan G. Coleman Foundation. Um, I mean, those are things that just the beginning, you know, donating supplies, going on a mission trip to Guatemala was another thing we did last year. I mean, these are just some of the things that we want to be able to do. Uh, because as you said, we really hit our financial freedom. We, we really hit that. It's about now leaving a lasting mark. So um, it's very, very important for, for all that to occur for us. Now, when you say we, Robert, uh, that's interesting because I, I don't know who the we in your group is. Can you share that with everybody, who the we is? Yeah, I mean, it's my company. It's my team. You know, it's my work family. I mean, these are people that started the business with me. These are people that um, identify with the business, you know, that that uh, are there when I'm not there, that believe for me when I'm not believing. I mean, it just, it's just, it's, it's, it's the company. And, you know, the strength of every business, just like it's in your business, is the people. You know, the continuity of staff, the, the commitment to excellence when you're, when you're not watching and you're not having to tell them to, to commit for excellence. I mean, it, it, that's what we have. And so we feel very blessed in what we've done as a company, as a group. Um, you know, we want to be able to leave that lasting legacy. For, for, you know, that, that, that brand name that, we, that we're trying to build. You know, I know that your employees mean a great deal to you. You've, ex- you've expressed it and shown it not just verbally but physically in so many different ways. How did you develop that? Where did that come from for you to believe that that was the basis of your business, the employees, as opposed to the success of the business? What, what was it that drove you to that? You know, um, I, I've thought about that question a lot because I've, I've asked myself, you know, where this started. And I think it started with my father. I think it started, you know, he worked at Whataburger for 45 years. He was a company man, but he was a builder of teams. He got the very best out of people. You know, I, and I never, he, I don't remember him sharing lessons with me on a one-to-one basis um, too often. It was just more of just like listening to the conversation while he was on the phone or going to do mystery shops with him and, and you know, running in the back seat, going from Whataburger to Whataburger, you know, in the, at two in the morning, three in the morning, as he's doing this, you know, graveyard ship mystery shop, you know, and just watching him talk to, to everybody. And I think that's just in my DNA. You know, I've always felt that I'm a natural coach. Uh, I'm a natural developer of, of talent and being able to get the best out of people. And, and I, I realized that that started first before I understood what I was doing. You know, being able to help somebody out and find out what it is that they wanted, what it is that they value most, and try to help them get it. I had no idea that that would translate into building a business. I just thought I was being a decent human being, you know, just trying to add value in the world, try, trying to just trying to give back without any kind of expectation on getting anything in return. I, I think it just all started there, you know, and I credit my father for having that, that generosity in him um, that, that I think he passed down to me. 
Um, because again, I mean, look, I, I don't want. I'm going to get to the top of the mountain. I know that, but I don't want to get there alone. I want to make sure that I have people around me, people that we can slap each other on the back and give out hugs and like share the memories and the dreams and how we got here. You know, and I think that's what we're doing here. And I think that's what separates our company from many others is that it's a special place to be where everybody's pulling in the same direction. You know, when we lose, we all lose. When we win, we all win, you know, and nobody likes to lose. So we're going we're to do our best to not let the other person down. It's a truly is a family atmosphere. What did you learn from your mother, Robert? You talk about your father all the time. What did you learn from your mother? My mother, I learned ego from my mother. My, my mother is extremely strong, which is your typical Hispanic mom. You know, very strong. She's the glue of the family. She always reminded me to play to, play to win. You know, she always reminded me to go out there and, and, and play for yourself and play for others around you, but don't ever not try, you know. And, and I, think, I think that's where I developed from her. My dad had a lot of this, you know, incredible intelligence and, and this, you know, generosity as a human being. But my mom had, had, the, uh, had the attitude, you know, the, the expectation of excellence and the, and the, and the winning. And I, I think, I think that, that that's what I got from my mama. So that sounds like a matriarch-type family. Would, would that be true? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You didn't so want to, I didn't want to disappoint um, uh, either one of my parents. You know, I feared my father. I respected my father. I loved and feared and respected my mama. You know, I just I don't I didn't want to let them down. Either one of them. Wow, that's an interesting question because you you know you you want to look at you and say, you are obviously a patriarch society family. You're you had a matriarch mother, and. Uh, that's got to be difficult when it comes to things like relationships and so forth. So it's interesting how you've tried to take that. We're going to take a short break, Robert. Uh, you've got so much to talk about. We want to get as much of it in today as we can because people really want to know what makes somebody like Robert Martinez tick. We'll be right back with Robert and the Del Wamsey Radio Show. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life changing principles in just a few minutes. Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate investor education and mentoring group that has been taking people by the hand and teaching them how to invest in real estate for over 25 years. Our students have been so successful at creating wealth and passive income that they've won local, state, and national investor of the year awards 10 of the last 10 years. It's easy to see why Think Realty Magazine named us the best in the U.S. If you're ready to add real estate to your portfolio, go to lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com to access our free live training event schedule. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Robert Martinez, a super achiever, 2,762 units, 16 apartment complexes, a net value of about $235 million worth of real estate, and he's still just as humble as ever, Robert. Welcome back to the show. Friend, what is it that you, um, drives you the most? I mean, since you started, did you did you see yourself accelerating your goals, Robert? <clears throat> you've always been I'm, you've always been aggressive uh, since I've known you. You've always been someone out there saying, "Hey, you know, I'm number one. I'm going to be number one, and you're going to have to be number two because I'm already number one." You've been that way, but you've you've accelerated your goals since I've seen you. 
Did you know you were doing that? Is that something consciously you did, or did it just happen to you? How, how do you jack yourself up to get up and work harder every day instead of less every day once you're successful? You know, I don't want to live in regret, Dell. That's just number one. I don't want to be, you know, 80, 90 years old, you know, and I don't know if I'll be in my bed or in some nursing home somewhere, but I don't want to be sitting there thinking regret. To me, that just seems like a horrible way to exist, to be able to think, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I help that person? Why didn't I go over here? Why didn't I change my mindset? Why didn't I shoot for hire? You know, and it, it's it's just, I don't want to live that. And so that has been, I think, the central theme along the way. I think I've read, you know, and, and uh, you know, associated myself with different, you know, people you find on, on, you know, Facebook, social media types, you know, people have written books on, you know, on the power of yourself and trying to get your thing, you know, your, your, the best out of you and, you know, it's, I always go back to an example. There's a gentleman named Grant Cardone, which maybe hopefully some of you have heard of. Um, he's a he's a sales uh, motivator, sales coach. Got started in the in the um, car business first, uh, and then got into real estate. But he wrote a book called 10x, and and it basically the book was um, how much money is you know he had the example. He would ask somebody how much money is a lot of money to you, and for many people they would say a million dollars or five million dollars, and that is that's a really big number. But to to a, to, a, to the child or to the family of somebody worth hundreds of millions of dollars, is that really a big number? And so what he was thinking was you need to 10x your way of thinking. You got to change your mindset, right? Because you're only going to go as far as your mind's going to let you go. And so instead of choosing one million, why didn't they choose 10 million? How come they didn't choose 100 million? Um, and so the, the concept is is uh, that that you just got to be able to shoot higher because if your goals aren't aren't scaring you then they're not big enough. You're not going to achieve and get the very most out of yourself. So I think that was one of the books that I think I read sometime back that maybe a few, three, four years ago, that really woke me up and realized, wait a minute, you've got this ability. You're building this machine that's like, you know, being able to operate these apartment complexes and generate tons of cash flow for the investors, you know, be able to provide for, for, for yourself and your team. Why aren't you, you know, scaling it up a little bit? You, you, you can do it. You know, Dell, I think you've done the same thing. I mean, when I joined the business, you know, when I joined your, your group, you know, you weren't nearly as massive as you are today. Now you're all across the country. Now you've got offices everywhere. You've got members from multiple countries and, and you know, nearly every state in the, in the country. And, I mean, doing all these great things all because of what they learned in lifestyles, right? But somewhere along the way, you decided you want to ramp it up, right? So I think it's a similar, it's a similar uh, uh, concept. So Robert, as you as you look at this thing, and you're you're producing this result, and you talk about legacy and not want to leave behind something less than what you could have left behind, how do you bring your children into this? And and at what age? I, I mean, I don't know how old your children are. I know you got a couple guys, but um, how do you see bringing the kids into this? Man, I, my boys are everything to me. I've got a 12-year-old. I've got one that just turned 10. They're really crazy good soccer players. Um, but what I think I've been able to do for them is that, you know, like my mom did for me, they have an expectation to win. They have an expectation to fight. They have an expectation to, to scrape and do what they're going to have to do. And so I think the business, um, you know, uh, has brought that out of me to another level. You know, I'm constantly, I mean, when I'm, when we're, I pick them up for soccer practice, I've had a day of work, I go get them every day. I take my kids to soccer every time. I don't miss that as often as I can. I don't think I, I don't miss very many games either. Um, and, um, 
we're in that car. And when I get them, I ask them how their day is going. And we sit and talk about it. And then it's my turn. How, how's it going with me? And we sit down there, and I have business business conversation with them. I tell them what's going on. I go, do you understand what I just said? Do you understand why that's important? They repeat it back to me. And, you know, we're, we're, it, it's just so much fun when you, when, when you have a conversation with them one day and a week or two later, they're like, hey, that means this and this and that. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what that means. You know, so what it's age, like. What age did you start I that love, at, Robert? I love, I'm sorry? What age did you start teaching what them the, like that? The question was, what like age did long. you start as as they can, Yeah, I, I would say maybe, I mean, we have conversations all the time. I think they slowly ramped up. It wasn't by design. Like, I'm going to talk business today. I, I think, uh, you know, it's probably been there since they were like five, six, or seven, probably, where they could really understand. And, and it's like, you know, okay, so you understand that daddy owns these buildings right here, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah. Do you know, understand why that's important? And we go into the concepts of paying rent and working for your money and how viable money is and how you have to have somewhere to live and, and just, you know, be able to, to, to explain the benefits as well, you know, of owning that piece of real estate, you know. And so it's like they, they get it. I mean, I, I have no doubt um, growing up that they're going you know, to have a will to want to work with me um, in the future. Uh, because I think this is, you know, the way I, I did with my father. I wanted to go. I thought I wanted to work at Whataburger. I mean, who, what, what little boy doesn't want to go work with his dad? <laughs> I thought I wanted to work at Whataburger. My dad was, you know, my dad was always like, either you're not going to do this. I go, why? He goes, this isn't good enough for you. You need to shoot higher. I'm like, wow, really? Dad? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, dad, it's okay. You know, one of these days we can own a store and all that. And, and he's just like, no, no, you go find your own path. You know, you. So I'm curious to see how that's going to play out in the future. I would love to have them in the business. But, you know, it, it, we're going to have to see how, how the cards uh, stack up later on. I'm curious to see if if, uh, if I push them away the way my dad did, thinking you can do bigger and beyond, or if I think that they're going to be the continuation of, 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 what, of what our company is and, and, the, and the legacy behind it. Can I see uh, President Martinez someday? Do I, am I hearing we might have a you President know, it's Martinez? You know, so funny you it, it's so <laughs> funny you said that, right? Because I, I think, you know, I, I've got one that has so much swag, right? And he's got so much confidence. And he's just like, man, I think I saw an expression once. He's either going to be president of the United States or he's going to run a prison gang. One of the two. I haven't figured it out. But he just got so, he can just inspire. And he's like, you know, this leader of people in his little school, right, that I could totally see him in that capacity. The other one is very straight arrow, very, like, by the book. Doesn't have as much creativity you know, um, uh, just does. He's a good soldier. He's going to go do exactly what you're going to do to the best of his ability, you know. Um, so it's really, really funny you said that. I, I could totally see one of them. Um, if, if somebody puts puts it in his ear and it's something he desires that he wants, yeah, I could totally see that. You know, we're going to have to develop their Spanish a little bit. But I think other than that, they're, they're, they got a good shot at it. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to get the signs out now, Robert. Get them done early so that we're in position to be able to push. There you go. Right? Let's do it. <laughs> we take a short break now. We'll be right back with Robert Martinez and Del Wamsley Radio Show. You're listening to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Del will be right back with more life-changing principles in just a few minutes. 
Get total freedom in your life, safely and quickly. Build wealth and passive income so you never worry about working until you drop, losing your job, or retiring in poverty. Over 25 years ago, Dell Walmsley founded Lifestyles Unlimited. Dell has taught over 100,000 people, just like me and you, the principles of financial freedom through his national radio shows and personal one-on-one mentoring at Lifestyles Unlimited. I'm excited to tell you about the real estate workshop that has changed so many lives. This workshop takes you inside what we do and what we believe. We'll share with you the five ways we make money in real estate and much more. Just like your personal trainer, the Lifestyles Unlimited team will motivate, encourage, and teach you so you can get in the best financial shape of your life. Call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com. That's lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com to register for the workshop that will change your life. That's lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Robert Martinez, one of the most successful real estate investors at Lifestyles. Um, Robert has accomplished a tremendous amount in a very short period of time, and yet he's continuing to grow his process. Robert, as we look back and you think about things, I don't think winners like yourself ever really fail. They don't ever really lose. Um, I, I really hate self-help people that tell you you have to fail enough times. If you haven't failed enough times, you know, if you're not where you want to be, you haven't failed enough times. I don't really believe that. That's not my belief system at all, although every self-help guy says that stuff. I don't think you've ever failed. But what I do think is that as we get into this process, things become self-evident. They kind of uncover. It's like, wow, now I understand. And you look back and you go, if only I had not made that decision, if I had done it this way. Do you have any of those things when you look back and go, man, I, I wish that would have turned out differently or I wish I would have done it differently. Do you have any of those types of that now, that 2020 hindsight vision that you would have changed? You know, I, I don't. I, I I agree with you. I don't think people fail. I think fail, failure is a definition, and everybody has a different definition of it. I think everything is a learning experience for sure. Um, I, I I can't think of like some magical you know example. I do think it's very difficult uh, when you hire people, um, and maybe if you had more insight, you could have made a different decision. Certainly, you know, you know, we as we get older, we get more more wise and you get more experience, right? But that that comes from making mistakes, or or that comes from you know um, um, going through a situation and and maybe not everything going out the way the way you expected. So you know, I, I don't think I have a, a a particular example where oh I failed and I wish I had done this. Uh, you know, something I wish I could undo. I, I wish I had um, had a little more confidence, believe it or not, in myself early on. And I wish I'd gone a little bit faster. I think if I had, you know, and you were there telling everybody to, you know, to buy, and you can't get rich going slowly. You know, I, I didn't, never understood that until I got to a, uh, a point of experience where, like, dang it, you know, I he's right. I mean, I, if I could have bought more deals uh, earlier in the cycle, you know, then they'd be worth so much more today and what have you. But at the same time, I don't, I don't. I don't dwell on that because I think, you know, you're, if you're an operator and you know what you're doing, you're going to create value, you know. And so whether you're buying when stuff is at twenty, thirty thousand 30000 a door or you're buying it when stuff is 
fifty, sixty, seventy thousand a door. As long as you're pushing, as long as you're doing a good job and you're keeping your properties full, you're going to push rents. Rents means that rental wise is going to go up, you know, and you're going to keep your expenses down because everybody's renewing, right? So you can create the value, but you know, certainly I wish, you know, I was buying a little bit faster. You know, I, as we were kind of learning our processes, you know, we were very methodical, and I didn't want to go and go quickly. We we're buying by one deal a year, you know, and that that was fine. I think the deals were a little too small, you know. In hindsight, I wish we had pushed up a little bit higher because we had a little bit more economies of scale, a little bit better unit count. A little more unit count means more income, more 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 opportunity for overhead and, and getting getting a, a you know maybe better people, more quality people, um, more experienced people. But other, you know, so there's no real example. I think everything is just, you know, experience. I want you to share with us the learning curve of when you bought the Class A in downtown Houston. In that, you had a system firmly in place, and yeah. you thought you were going to be able to pick up that system and stick it on top of that property, make it conform to your system. Yeah. Yet you've told me many times that you had to completely relearn the business. Can you share that with people? What you had to go through to to totally realize a different situation you'd ever run into before? For sure. How much time do I have left, Dale, on this segment? Uh, you, you've got six minutes. Okay, perfect. Okay. So I was wondering if that's the example you were alluding to, you know, when you were asking for, like, something where maybe I failed at. You know, I certainly... No, it actually, it, that it, was, it actually uh, wasn't, Robert. I, I wasn't thinking of that, to be oh, okay. quite honest. Okay. It wasn't. Okay. I, I don't consider this a losing it, situation. I consider it one of the turning points in your career where you told all of a sudden stuff started yeah. coming out of you that I'd never heard before. Yeah, you know, for sure. I, I think buying a Class A deal, you know, reaching, you know, it, it goes above and beyond the model. Our model is to buy working-class properties, B and C properties. You know, buy properties where, look, my model is the same as most everybody else's with just some, some fi- refinements here and there, but we're going to fix anything that's going to break over the next five years. We're going to make sure that there's no reason to move out, right? We're going to take care of all the air conditions because that's the number one maintenance headache. And if your residents, if it's not 86 degrees in their apartment in August and it's a cool 72 they're more than likely to renew, right? And we make our money in the renewal game. So it's, it's uh, you know, that process is a little bit different when you're going to an A market where everything's already new, right? Where where if they can afford the rent level at that number, then then they can afford the rent, rent the rent number at other similar properties which are also new. So I think the the, the business model of you know fixing everything that's broken and and getting the renewal is very different in the A market. Um, I think I think you have to. It's a, it's much more. Um, there's a higher emphasis on leasing, leasing, leasing because you're you're dealing with people who have more options. Money gives you options. If you a lack of money doesn't give you options. If you have plenty of discretionary income and you can you can pay rent, well, you're going to choose to buy a house when you're ready, or you can choose to move to a different part of town. You know, you're not locked in. I think one of our business models also dependent on the schools that that, that we that we, uh, we 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 like to buy in the suburbs. So school school districts are very important to us. You know, families two and three bedrooms, right? I think this property that I'm uh, that we we just sold recently. You know, there was a eighty percent one bed. So just a, there's a there was a lack of two bedrooms, right? And it was really interesting. The two bedrooms are always full, right? So I don't know why they just didn't build more twos, but um, you have more one beds, which means you have more of a nomadic, more of a um, tra- not, I don't know, transients that's kind of an ugly word, but, you know, more of a, of a, of a, of a demographic that's going to move quicker. And it's a younger crowd, right? So as they call, as a, you know, young people want to meet people, they want to couple up, they want to eventually get married and move out to the burbs, right? So I think the model we had to learn, we had to, um, 
we had to we had to play with the model on the fly, which um, I didn't anticipate. I thought we would go in there and be the low cost A provider, which you know I think what have occurred. I think we got caught in the economics of the economy and what was changing. You know when we were doing our underwriting on that deal, oil was a hundred dollars a barrel. When we buy, finally get into the property a few months later, we were at seventy dollars a barrel. By December of that year, it was sixty dollars a barrel. Fast forward a year later, now we're at forty dollars a barrel. So you know where we had all this monster job growth, now we had monster job loss. At the same time, we had sixty thousand brand new units coming to market, which we're also planning on that hundred dollar oil sticking around, and we're all kind of playing with it. We're all trying to fight for a, a, a reduced or diminishing rental population. So what we learned, you know, all of that just gives some background. What we learned is we had a market much better. That meant we had to understand how to contact the people that are going to be living with us. So number one, millennials, younger crowd, they're all on the social media. So you got to develop your social media game. Number two, you have to understand that we, you have to. They're going to find you on different websites. You got to have a good website. They expect to to be able to pay online. They expect to be able to. They don't want to go to the office and drop off a check. They don't want to go to the office and write a maintenance request. Some of them are going to do that as they're coming home, but most of them are working all day long. They don't have time for that. They want to be left alone, right? So we had to develop this virtual online presence. So as a result of that property, we developed a 24-7 call center where they can call us any time of the day, whenever they want it, even after hours, and they can come in and, and get information or set up a tour for another day or they need to turn in a maintenance request over the various ideas. So that particular property made us better made my B and C portfolio better, made us, and that, that better translated into record performances and higher cash flow for the investors. Now, when we toured your, your properties on the bus tour, you've just added yeah. a whole different arm to your team. Explain that to people, the, the yeah. three different people you picked up that you introduced us to and what they're doing for your company now. Yeah, for, for sure. So you, you answer like, well, what drives me in the business? What drives me is building the business, growing, adding the pieces, you know, competing with the bigger players, right, and taking market share from them, taking awards from them, taking what they do and that entrepreneurial spirit and just, you know, basically shoving it back to them. Uh, I really, really like at building the business. A part of that, back in December, I realized that we didn't have a true marketing group. You know, I'm really strong at sales, and I can, I can, I can train my girls on how to sell. But I needed some help on understanding the online marketing, and so we were able to bring on a few people. Uh, two of them uh, uh, were a, um, um, they were they were running they were running a 10,000 unit portfolio, and they were the marketing arm for that. And I realized that we didn't really have websites. All we had was like, you know, kind of like a mannequin, kind of like a, a shell of what a website was. I didn't understand all the Google Analytics and all these other things that were behind the website that they explained to me and like, whoa. So they told me that, that you could get increased leads if you had a better website that had certain keywords so Robert, in the website. Robert, and, Robert I'm going to cut you off yeah. right here because they're taking us out to us. But when I come back, I want you to explain to people what the difference between marketing and sales is because that's what you're really explaining right now. We'll be right back with Robert Martinez in the Del Wamsley Radio Show. You're listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life-changing principles in just a few minutes. 
What would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow? For the next couple of days? For a week? A couple of months? A year? How long until you lose everything you've worked for in a fraction of the time it took to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. Start with the free workshop. Go to lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com and find your true financial peace, like so many of our members already have. That's lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the last segment of the Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Robert Martinez, uh, one of our most prolific investors here at Lifestyles, has taken it way beyond anything that was our personal intention with Lifestyles members to accomplish. He's out there trying to create a massive business that is number one in the industry, 2,762 units, 16 properties, uh, $235 million with a net value, and uh, man, unbelievable accomplishments. Robert, as we go into break, you got cut off. I think you were trying to explain to people the difference, or you were explaining to people the difference between marketing and sales. My life, I started out as a salesperson in health clubs. Uh, so all we ever did was train, hire and train salespeople. And so you, you were the same thing. You came out of the sales background. You were a professional salesperson. So you're good at hiring and training those people on the ground to make the sale. But how did it come to you that somewhere along the line you have to have a marketing department? There is a difference between sales and marketing. Uh, yeah. Sales, as you said, you know, you, you, would, you would sell a product. You would get your team trained to, to sell that product and ask right questions and suggest the sales and open-ended and, you know, try to find out the features and benefits and convert that. But marketing is the act of driving people into your door. You know, to me, marketing, as many of my colleagues, was doing a great renovation on the outside, using nice colors, putting the new ACs in, changing up from, you know, cedar board planking to hardy board and make it look clean because you're relying on the drive-by marketing. But the drive-by marketing is only going only gonna to bring in a certain price point of resident, people that are willing to pay 600 700 $800 a month in rent. As you jump in rent, you've got to, that's, those aren't the people that are going to be driving by. You've got to bring these people in. And I think that Class A property that I bought, I didn't understand that I needed a better marketing team. I needed to understand how to drive in people. And so, and also, as, as we're owning our B and C properties, right, I mean, we're all have experienced tremendous rent growth, right, probably more so than the income growth of our residents, right? So while we might see some turnover, we're still pushing rents up. Units that used to be for, you know, 700 750 are now going for 900 950 Well, that's not the same renter class. You're going to have to bring in that that more uh, um, that that renter that has more discretionary income to be able to afford it. So, how, where do you find them? You got to use marketing, and these marketing this marketing team that I basically took over from one from a ten thousand unit portfolio to my twenty five hundred unit at the time portfolio. You know, told me I I don't have the right tools. And they say, you've got to develop a different a different set of tools. So we had to re revamp all of our websites. Um, I consider us now a, a, a sales and media company versus just a property management company. 
Sales is very important, but so is media, the promotion of your business as well. So all of our websites now have active video. Video is very key. We have videos of a resident event, videos of of our of our amenities, like you know, one property's got the property that you came to come visit. They have a great video on their website of a dog park. Why? Well, because I have that property's eighty percent one beds, sixty percent of all of all singles and people that live in a one bed own. I'm sorry, own uh, um, have a pet. And so you got to be pet friendly. So the very first thing we're trying to do is attract that we're pet friendly. So that video is of a dog park, right? But there's the analytics behind it. Like, where did they come? How did they find your website? And again, this is all new to me too as well. So hopefully I'm not, I'm probably not doing a great job of explaining it, but you've got to put keywords in there because as they're searching on the web, right, they're typing in keywords and that keywords will bring them back to your website if you have that keyword in there. Additionally, if you're doing a lot of like Facebook promotion or Facebook live uh, uh, feeds, uh, Google likes that. They like to promote things that are active, not just stale. And so this team came to me and they explained to me all these different concepts. I'm like, wow. And say, look, we will double, triple your leads. The kind of leads you're getting in a two or three month period, I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry, that, that you're getting for all year, we can do that in a two or three month period if you just trust the process. And that, that, that's what we're doing. I think the Class A explains to us that there's another level of operations that we needed to get to. As a result, we've been able to bring that down to our BNC portfolio. The property that you visited, I mean, what did you see? You saw a giant TV with videos running in the background. Our, our Hurricane Harvey efforts where we helped out a church in Bear Creek, our, turtle, our breast cancer walk, uh, a video of our that we, that we did a fun video for our maintenance to celebrate our maintenance men. Another video where we highlight our different amenities, and then you saw the the, the the virtual 3D floor plan where they could put on the little Google goggles and pretend like they're there, in in you know, in the actual model, so that in case they're not their their decision maker who or their significant other isn't with them during the during the tour, they could go home. They could use a little cardboard box that we gave them that acts as a Google goggle. They put their phone in there, download the app, and now they can tour at home without having to be in your in your property. These are things that were only a dream, you know, or even not even a dream. I mean, I don't even know we had the understanding of what we were doing, you know, when we bought that property in 14. Today, uh, it's a very different situation. I'm really excited we're able to bring that um, expertise into the company, which makes us better because now that we've crossed this hurdle, now we're ready to cross the next hurdle. And so you asked me earlier what drives me in the morning. I think it's that, Dale. I think it's 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 the it's the challenge of discovering new things, and you're going to have your mistakes. But you're, you know, again, they're not mistakes; they're just learning lessons, and you make your company stronger. Uh, and it, I think it excites everybody that's in the business too, because they feel how we're forward thinking, how we're a little progressive, how we're doing things that very few others have. I mean, how many other apartments in in in, in Houston um, have a 3D virtual tour that you can take? You know, I mean, you can. You know, you're so. I don't. I know that. <laughs> yeah, I know I don't. So that property is ranked. It's ranked number two in the in the state. You know, for resident satisfaction. Why? Because we're 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 doing all these different things. We're thinking ahead. So I, I think that, that that's all part of our secret sauce. Well, Robert, I think that's a great place to leave it right now because we're coming to the end of the show. I appreciate you coming on and sharing all this with us. Uh, folks out there, think about what you've just listened to. This man is a superstar, and he's still willing to come back and share with you everything he's out there doing. It's not money. It's the lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow.
listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. Information and opinions you hear on the Dell Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Dell Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Dell Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Dell Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.